0: I was born ready, kind of. (laughs) You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah,
1: it's a mouthful. For more great shows, like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, everybody. This is Randy from electronicmediacollective.com. And what you are about to hear is the live stream crossover free-for-all segment from this recent International Podcast Day. September 30th is International Podcast Day every year, but this is specifically from this year, 2017. Uh, this is the first segment that ran during our six-and-a-half-hour, six-and-a-half-hour-long stream that day to celebrate International Podcast Day. And the stream itself featured... A whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of shows, a whole lot of special episodes, um, just some awesome stuff. I highly suggest you go to Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash electronic media collective because over there you're going to hear a bunch of stuff that I will not end up posting to the uh, podcast network feed that you're listening to now, but the stuff that you can only get on the stream, I will post here. And that includes this live segment. You can tell it's live. This live segment in which I was joined by several guests And I'll let them introduce themselves during the stream as they come along. I will also be uploading in a couple days an interview that aired during the stream that I recorded with Andrew Willis. Willis, I got his name right this time. During the stream, I got it wrong. Andrew Willis of Movies Now and Then. And that's a fantastic interview. And uh, that'll pop up on the feed here shortly too. So, again, if you want to check out the stream, go check out the stream. Because there's, there's great stuff that's not going to pop up on the feed. For example, there was a International Podcast Day special episode of Gallifrey Stands in which Dr. Squee was joined by the AM Audio Media guys. It's great. That's one of my favorite things. You should listen to that. And then there's a, a solid block of just tons of AM Audio Media stuff, Neil and Johnny, uh, Droids Canada, uh, the new show on our network, Sports. But for now, here's the live stream from International Podcast Day 2017. All right. I think we're live
0: we might be (laughs) who knows
1: (laughs) (laughs) well if we are live everyone happy international podcast day yes welcome to our uh our our live stream our streaming celebration our hours long stream (laughs) uh it's it's not as long as like the quote-unquote official international podcast day stream what they had like 30 hours scheduled um but I think the problem, I was about to just jump into it. By the way, I'm Randy. Uh, I kind of run the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. I also co-host and produce uh, the Grolix Podcast. And I'm joined by a a non-EMC Network uh, podcaster.
0: What's up? (laughs) I will tell you who I am, I guess. Uh, I'm (laughs) Rhett Hall. Uh, I am the uh, one of the co-founders, and I guess the mastermind—that's what I said. I'm kind of the—I'm kind of the one who just sort of gets stuff done with uh, the Brain Trust Brothers Network, um, and I, I sort of run the the business side of stuff uh, wh- with what we do, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I—I um, I, I, I am the host of the Braintrust Brothers podcast, which is an interview show. Uh, we do a one-on-one interview every week with somebody that I find interesting, and it's. Basically just a conversation with that person to kind of get to know them and then also sort of dig deep into the motivations of what makes them do what they do. So if it's a podcast or an artist, a, an actor, writer, producer, whoever, um, I want to get to know them. And it's kind of like you're sitting in on a conversation with just two people who are get to know each other that have never met before. Um, and that's kind of what we kind of what we do. So there you go.
1: Awesome. Not unlike our situation now because, Rhett, this is the first time I've uh, – literally the first time I've ever talked to you.
0: Yeah, voice-to-voice. Voice. We've never talked before. We, we've we've uh, exchanged messages here and there on, on Facebook uh, over the last couple of days. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've never talked to you before, never met you. You're uh, So far, you've been a nice person. I don't know <laughs> you personally. I'm assuming that you're a nice guy. You have a, a very soothing voice, so that helps. But, oh, nice. Um, yeah, very. Uh, somebody who was it? I can't remember. Somebody that I interviewed said that I my voice sounded uh, sounded. What did he say? I cannot remember what he said, but it, I was like, I've never, literally, never heard my voice described that way. And you're the only one who's ever said that. And I was like, it's probably a lie, but I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you you have you do have a very. You also, sir, have a soothing voice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I after talking to you, I checked Liar. out. I checked out your podcast um, just a little bit yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. just, just to be like, all right, who's this guy? I'm inviting onto yeah. the. Uh, you know, I'm inviting onto the live stream, like <laughs> subjecting su- ju- subjecting possible listeners to anything. Um, yeah. But I, well, I'm glad
0: you did your homework.
1: Yeah, and I was like, well, oh I no, could... he sounds like a very nice man.
0: Well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I it depends on who you talk to really that's that's the only way I can say it. It just depends on who you talk to sure N- yeah, noted
1: <laughs> noted and uh, just make cautious. sure you talk
0: to the right just make sure you talk to the right people and we'll be good
1: <laughs> um yeah, so today, oh hey hey,
0: oh, we're getting some some Here fun go. stuff going on there.
1: can I add this add to group call oh. Dustin? I think is is it, hello? hello. Hello. Hey, Justin.
0: Loudness. Loudness.
2: Hey. Did I do it right? I did it right. Yes.
1: You're Yes, you are in here. We <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's
2: live. Um, what's going on, I'm Dustin? i am been
0: some some audio gremlins there. Yeah. So don't mind me.
2: Oh. Uh, not not much. Just uh got off work and uh excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> as cliché as that sounds. So, you're just in time
1: because me and uh, we also have Rhett here um, just introduced ourselves and then talked about how we're strangers. Uh, so, Dustin, who are you? You're live.
2: Um, I'm Dustin Smothers, the content producer for the Pro Wrestling Iowa Network. Um, Randy, I know you, uh, but Rhett, I don't think I've met you either. Nice to meet you.
0: You have not. Nice to meet you as well.
1: This yeah. is a, This is actually... A super interesting grouping of people here because, yes, as we were just discussing, um, yeah, me and Rhett don't really know each other very well. This is the first time we've ever podcast together, but all three of us had our own networks, which is odd. But oh yeah, it, It's like the it's it's the podcast network crossover episode is what this is.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the network network. The, meeting, network the meeting of the minds. <laughs>
2: What? Did you and well, and I, I mean, did I, I guess my question? I know, I know how you kind of got started with your network, Randy, but I guess me, I kind of walked backwards into mine. How did how did the Brain Trust Brothers Network come about?
0: Um, in a way, we walked backwards into ours, but we also planned on it from the beginning, if that makes any sense. Um, so we started our podcasts, uh, and I, I've i always admired uh, Chris Hardwick and what he did with Nerdist, uh, with the Nerdist Network, mm. and I wanted to be a place for people to um, not only build a community, but also to host their stuff with us. So like say this is such and such somebody's show somebody's podcast on the brain church brothers network mm-hmm. um, and kind of have that community of people who not only just host their media somewhere like a media uh, a hosting service, but to be a group of people who kind of help each other with podcasting. So that's what we started out from the beginning. We had two podcasts literally this first week that we started we had two shows that we did uh are on our own and now we have uh now we have just the one that we produce in house and we have three that we host for other people um and you know we we started out that way we started with the branches brothers network from the beginning and that was kind of always the the thing that we were going to do and it was kind of like i guess building something that wasn't for real kind of faking it till we make it and then in a way filling in the back the back, you know, backfilling it with with the stuff. So it was like we started out over oh, the Rangers Brothers network. Eventually we're gonna host podcasts on here, <laughs> but we don't have podcasts on here, but we are a network. If that <laughs> so we were kind of, you know, playing playing fake it till you make it on that.
2: It was like for me it was it was actually interesting because we started as a as a sole podcast, very, very niche market, like wrestling in Iowa. Um, and then one thing led to another. Other people approached me to want to do their own shows uh, around the area. And right now we have, gosh, Randy probably knows better than I do. I think we've got eight shows mm-hmm. running at different different times at any point now. And, um, you know, eventually my, my goal is to expand this into Missouri, Minnesota and kind of try to bring the same niche we have in Iowa to the other states in the Midwest. And
0: I've right, so you, have, you have eight wrestling shows just based on the state of Iowa.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> is it is, there, is it that big of a thing in Iowa?
2: Um, yeah, yeah. There's not a ton to do here, <laughs> to be real. Um, and there's four major promotions here locally. And we also have the benefit of Seth Rollins, who's a current WWE superstar. He oh, runs okay. a school out of Davenport. Uh oh, so we've okay. got quite the quite the scene. Plus we're close to Chicago. We don't only cover Iowa. Um, but for the most part, most of our shows are based around Iowa people, but we have a few that are more broad, like WWE uh centered things like that. But I mean my whole goal is to eventually create it's interesting you bring up Chris Hardwick because it's him, Nerdist, and then mm-hmm. Collider Video. Yep. yep. Uh, which That's started exactly out the as that... the AMC movie channel guys. Yep. Um those are my inspirations because I saw what they were doing and I said, why isn't there that for pro wrestling? Um, and obviously I'm starting here locally, but you know, obviously the goal down the road is to expand and we actually just got our first advertising partner. Awesome. Uh, so a year and a half in, uh, so I, I kind of give myself a five year goal. If in five years I look at this and I don't feel like it's, it's, it's going to be something that can continue to be profitable for me. I'll probably bail out, but I'm a year and a half in and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, but yeah, there's there's plenty to talk about. And, uh, unfortunately, and fortunately, sometimes
0: there's a. It's weird that you say that about Davenport, Iowa. There's kind of this like um, this six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon kind of thing going on with that. Sure. Because uh, an interview that I did, kind of friend of the network with uh, the Modest Potters, they're based out of Chicago, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, one of them went to school in Davenport, Iowa. Okay. So that's there's this weird like you know I I know. This person who knows that person who knows this kind of thing. I don't know if he knows anybody from the wrestling scene in Davenport, Iowa. I would assume not. But, yeah, I have to connect myself somehow.
2: (laughs) There's usually easy. Somebody knows somebody from Iowa because nobody stays here. Everybody moves (laughs) away. So, Hey, uh, I added another person. We're also
1: joined
3: by Jesse. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Yes, I'm here then. And we are growing. Okay. We are growing.
2: <laughs> yes, see uh, you or hear you, Jesse. Wh- what's that? It said it's good to hear you. I guess I was about to say good to see you, but I don't see you.
3: <laughs> you can't see me, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. Who are you? Who are you, and why are oh, you here? Uh, oh, hey, I'm uh, I'm a co-host on the Growlex podcast. Apologies uh, if I'm a little uh, scattered <laughs> today. I'm I'm on some good pain pills because I had my Gallbladder out yesterday. Oh, whew, fun!
0: Bless you. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I would be completely uh, incapacitated.
3: Uh, yesterday was not fun, uh, but the pills are making it not so bad today. <laughs> pills are
1: good. Okay, let's move away from that, <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Jesse. I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to make it or not.
3: I wasn't either, but uh, I'm feeling all right, so.
1: Alright guys, so and, and me and Jesse have talked in, in past past stuff about how we got into podcasts. Actually, Jesse, I think on our, we have an episode coming up this month where we talk a little bit about did we get into the podcast aspect on our little origins discussion?
3: A little bit, yeah, towards the end
1: there. Okay. Um, so, I guess let's talk about, you guys were kind of touching on it a little bit just now. Um, one thing that Cause I had mentioned, this seems so rambling. Well, I had mentioned earlier that, you know, the, uh, quote unquote, uh, official international podcast day stream was like 30 hours long and that's going now. Um, but one thing I find with their stream and it's great, it's like a, you know, it's a ton of like ton of people that know their stuff, but I find yeah. a lot of times that's geared towards podcasters and, your 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 common person who just likes to listen or maybe doesn't even know still what a podcast is. Um, although I think that audience is going to be shrinking. Uh, they they don't they don't care about like SEO and and stuff like that, right? Um,
0: yeah. No. So
1: so I guess there's a couple things I'd like to hit on. First off, like you know some of your favorite podcasts, um, current favorite podcasts to listen to, but also. Uh, how do you get access to those podcasts? Where do you find your podcasts?
2: Um, So so whichever we want to tackle first, uh, I can, I'll, I'll more than happily jump in on that. I, um, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts anymore because I'm doing so much on my own. Um, But what I do enjoy, um, I do uh, check in with Nerdist uh, on Hardwick's podcast quite a bit. Um, And lately I found, a podcast called interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, uh, which I've become obsessed with. Um, but for me, it's, it's simply iTunes. I mean, that's, uh, where the, I, I, the first place I heard the term podcast was on iTunes. Um, and for me, if, if you're not utilizing iTunes as your primary, your go-to for me, I, I think from my end as a podcaster, uh, you're really missing out um, on, on an opportunity there. Uh, and so that's why, to me, um, iTunes is the only place I really get podcasts.
1: I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to throw in a jump in there because if Apple, yeah, I'd be down for that if they had some type of Android app. For podcasts, I could not find. Sure. They you can get iTunes on your phone, but it, I searched for podcasts. You cannot
2: find podcasts on there. Um, and you know, you know what I did when I had an Android too. Now that you mentioned that, um, I'm I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment because I hadn't even thought of that. If you have an Android, that does make iTunes kind of obsolete. But I remember when I had an Android, I used to use my iPod and I would download all the podcasts I wanted for that week. And then that's what the I iPod. do right now, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I still have an iPod, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's i mean I wasn't using i I didn't have an iPod, but I was using um an uh, just a little cheap m p three player for the longest time, but I've since switched to using my phone, and if you have an Android and it's the same for an iphone, if for some reason Apple podcast rubs you the wrong way, although i from what I hear it shouldn't it seems like that's what most people use um but there's a lot of options and there's a ton of free apps like uh, right now I'm using Stitcher. I kind of bounce between whichever one's m- making me the least angry. But uh, <laughs> I find Stitcher is pretty decent. Uh, they do run ads in between shows and it doesn't really bug me because it's usually like one ad and it's literally in between podcasts. So depending how long the podcast is, you're talking 30 to 30 minutes to an hour and a half, you'll hear it hear an ad. Um, there was rumors at one point that they were inserting, uh, inserting audio ads into the middle of episodes. I have not come across that. Um, that would definitely upset me if they,
0: if I mean, they, if they want to do that and then give you the money for it. Yes. By and, all
1: means. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we don't get a kickback even from the ads they do run. Yeah. But, uh, but there's also a ton of like truly just completely free apps uh what what are some good ones
0: um, uh podcast addict is one of those yeah, there um, you go. <clears throat> that i've heard really good things about on uh, on android specifically where you can actually tailor by category mm-hmm. um or you can tailor like a playlist out of the things that you like and you can actually make multiple so like if you have like a comedy podcast uh playlist you can put whatever you want in but one of those shows may actually fall into another category that you can also set up so you can sort of organize it how you want it to be like if you're feeling like you want to listen to a, a horror thing today, then you can just go through your list of horror podcasts and it separates everything out. Um, I've heard good things about, I'm not, we're not on there, um, but you can, you can import the RSS feed directly into it and it'll pull it up. Um, f- from what I've heard is, is, is how they work that um, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I also believe,
1: uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I also no, yeah, believe go ahead, you go ahead. can, um, you can just search for a show like a topic or the title of a podcast and I think it will also search iTunes listings and just pull yeah, like I do think the so, import yeah. it, for, from there for
0: you yeah i think it aggregates it uh, from all the podcatchers that have the direct rss feed um, input so i think it just pulls everything from it so that's a good one to to try if you have android that's as probably as close to iTunes or as apple podcasts as you can probably get um on android it's probably the closest you can get to it yeah 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 so i mean and i i had a I had a similar, uh, experience to Dustin as far as my access to podcasts as I started. Um, I got my first iPhone in 2011, the, the wonderful iPhone four, if you guys remember that, which was a terrible, terrible phone. Um, (laughs) and I had, I had heard of podcasts, I had heard, you know, whatever this was right when that sort of boom happened. Other than the one that we're seeing now, it was kind of like everybody and their brother has a podcast now, every comedian, every actor, whatever has a podcast And I was a fan of The Walking Dead. And so when Chris Hardwick, you know, The Talking Dead sort of happened, he would say, oh yeah, I'm Nerdist, and then check out Nerdist podcast, whatever. He would promote that. And I found access to that. I followed him on Twitter, and I found access to that. And that was my first, you know, foray into podcasting, like what this should be. And I, you know, I modeled everything after that from then on, but uh, Doug Loves Movies is another one that really got me started, Doug Benson. if you guys know that show, it's a a game show where three uh, famous people or celebrities, comedians, whatever, come on and play uh, movie games, uh, trivia games. And I would listen in my car on my commute to go to for that, and or listen to that in my commute, and would be yelling at the at the car like the answers to try to help them answer the questions. And I realized, you know, th- th- this is something I want to do, but it was way later. It was like six years later when we finally started doing it because I did, I, 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 thought it was a little bit um, out of reach to start a podcast. Like it was, you had to be kind of like a famous person or needed to have a built-in audience. I, I didn't know anything about the indie po- podcast stuff. I thought it was like a good a way for people to access their audience and s- sort of become more intimate with their audience. And I didn't realize that it was just there were just anybody that wanted to start a podcast could start a podcast. And so that's what took me so long. But, uh, you know, that's kind of how I got into it. Nerdist is my, I will always say they were my complete inspiration for starting a podcast.
2: I find that now too, I have my job, like, I kind of picked up on something when I said I don't really listen to podcasts anymore. Um I have a job that doesn't allow me to listen during the day. Uh and I used to and I really miss that opportunity because you know you you'd be working but you could have that audio playing 8 hours a day. You could get, you know, 5 6 podcasts in in an afternoon. Um and I don't I don't have that time anymore and in the evenings I'm busy working on my stuff. Um and the other thing I really try to avoid is listening to podcasts that are similar to mine cuz I don't want other people's opinions or other people's Mm -hmm. thoughts on things bleeding into my own or how I do things. I'm really kind of a perfectionist in that sense. I want to make sure I don't, I, I, it's easy for me to allow other people's thoughts and ideas to bleed into my own. So I stay away from that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I found too that because I, because I edit so much and do stuff where I have to sit and listen to my own stuff over and over. Um, I find that I don't listen specifically because I, I feel like I, get turned off if there's editing issues or if there's weird sound issues, which is completely unfair to the person who's doing the podcasting. It's completely unfair. And I, and I will, I will admit that, but I, and I, I made this comment in one of the groups that I'm part of on Facebook that I feel like I I kind of get, uh, turned off to other people's stuff just because like you said, I feel like it sort of influences the, the decisions I make or the things that I say. Um, if I listen too much to other people's stuff, even though there's fantastic people who are doing great stuff, I just, I, I don't know. I don't listen. There's like five that I still listen to that are, mm-hmm. that kind of have nothing to do with what I do. And, yep. and that's, that's the same list as, I'm going to say, have that same list as long as they're podcasters. I very rarely add new stuff to my list just because it, it really dampens what I, I feel like it dampens what I'm doing.
1: Oh, interesting. See, I have kind of, um, and, Later in the stream, there'll uh, there will be a pre recorded interview I did with um, Andrew from Movies Now and Then, and he had mentioned that like he listens to regularly about twelve podcasts, and they're all movie podcasts, and that you know his podcast is obviously movie themed podcast too. Um, and I found that kind of interesting because I listen to uh, I have a couple podcasts about comic books I will listen to. I have, there's movie podcasts there's uh, audio engineering podcast there's like i have uh, several podcasts in different subjects that i listen to and then what uh what was interesting about um Rhett's, uh comment just now is like i find that i have a couple like of the die hard um shows that i listen to regularly that i've been listening to for a long time but i find i kind of cycle sh- new shows in and old shows out once in a while um, mm, Yeah. And then I'll also get on like kind of obsessive kicks and just burn through a, a new shows, a new to me shows, uh, back catalog. And I'll listen to it. Oh man, there's been shows that I've listened to, like, what was it? Tell them Steve Dave. I listened to that religiously, burn through their back catalog. <laughs> so I listened to that for years. And then at one point, I was just like, you know what? I'm done with the show. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Not to say their, their, their show changed or anything, but I was just like, yeah I, I no more of this, and I haven't listened
2: to it since so i you <laughs> I've know. been that way about a few people though where like they they you like everything they're saying, but then just one time one day they say something that absolutely offends you or just doesn't fall in line with the person you thought they were things like that mm-hmm. i've 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 quit listening to podcasts'cause I find some, they say something you're like, ooh, now I think I know who you really are <laughs> so sure, I'm you're go or I've done that a few times.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at my, at my iTunes right now. My, my list of the ones that I'm, I am subscribed to a ton of indie podcasts just so that they get the download numbers. Um, but I don't always listen to it. And that's, I mean, that's, that's sad to say because they're, they're all great shows, but like my list is like my brother, my brother and me, uh, every Monday, uh, the Dan and Cody podcast is another one. Modest Podest I listen to every single week. Um, and that really, I mean, Bandrew Says, which is uh, a guy that I got to interview on my show. Uh, he's a YouTuber. Um, and honestly, that's really it. That's really the only ones that I actually listen to every single week. And there's there's a few like Gallifrey stands, which I know you're going to have on. Dr. Squee is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I listen to him every once in a while. I was able to be on his show too um, a while back. And every once in a while I listen to it, it, I really listen to him more just during season, during the the Doctor Who season. But, you know, it's it's hard. I don't know. Maybe I just make too many. Maybe I'm just making too many uh, excuses about why I don't want to listen to them. <laughs> and I really just don't want to listen to their shows. I don't know what it is, but um, maybe I'm just being a, a snob about my own podcast and, and <laughs> thinking that it's well. It's way better than it actually is because I trust me, I'm the most humble person when it comes to what I'm doing. So <laughs> it, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know how to answer that question. You,
1: you know, it sounds like you could it sounds like this could be like a negative tone. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. I think this is like I think this is a good thing because when it comes down to it, because there's a lot of shows that that, yeah, I'm sub to, oh, man, I don't even want to go through my media monkey list of subscriptions i just I'm i just looked to at mine and there's only four <laughs> really see i'm subbed to so yeah. many shows but there's only so much time there's only so much time and there's certain shows obviously that i'm gonna like more so they'll get my they'll get my attention and then there's some days i just don't want to hear people talk about whatever topic um but it's really a curse of like there's too many shows to listen to yeah so it's it's definitely not a bad thing
2: um I have I have shows that I don't subscribe to but I will go in and cherry pick episodes that I want to hear um, the only shows I'm currently subscribed to and this simply be a lot of times if I don't have time to listen to a lot of podcasts which right now with work we're really busy so I've unsubscribed so there's i I, I go in because I just don't want that on my phone. <laughs> I don't want to have have all that space eat up. Right now, legitimately, the only shows I'm subscribed to are mine, Interdimensional RSS, Shotgun, and the Growlix podcast.
3: Ooh, nice. Yay. There you go. <laughs> we made the selective cut. <laughs> Yay.
0: That makes me happy every time I hear it. Well, you can just add one more to the <laughs> yep. uh, to the subscription there. It's called there the Brain Trust Brothers podcast at Braintrustbrothers.com forward slash podcast. I will do it right now. No, you don't have to. I'm just kidding. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I appreciate it. It was a smooth segue <laughs> into,
1: into a pimp, though. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate I'm a, I appreciate a good a pimp. Whore.
0: I'm a promotional whore. I'm a promotional whore.
1: Well, I mean, that's well, part of the task. Sorry. Go ahead, Jesse.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, uh, like, most of my um, podcast listening now is, is, you know, like, people that are on the network, uh, people that I actually know. It didn't start that way. Like, I started out with, like... Dan Carlin's hardcore history and Dan Carlin's uh political show uh common sense and and I was also listening to uh, like web comics weekly and these are all podcasts that aren't even like updating anymore um uh, wasted words was one I just listened to for fun but now anymore it's gotten to the point where it's like uh my list is going to be like uh the pro wrestling mothership it's going to be um you know, people I know in Omaha like a uh, Daydream Instruction Manual, and and uh, you know, so people on our network, and then people on their network as well, uh, with a with a few others in there like uh, the Two Headed Nerd, Comic Cast, and and then uh, Startup from Gimlet Media. But, By the uh, way,
2: Jesse, I never thanked you for wearing that shirt to the the uh, RAW uh, Omaha. Oh no, no, I was happy to do it. <laughs> Gave me some indie cred. There you go.
1: So that's kind of an interesting question. And we so we kind of got Dustin and Jesse's answers, as to like about what percentage at this point of noticeably like larger uh, podcasts, you know, a show that obviously has a budget and uh, records in a studio and whatnot versus indie podcasts. Um, do you think your listening habits are for mine? My- I, I I'm kind of like Jesse. Actually, the first shows I listened to were indie, and then I kind of like discovered some of the some of the I guess you could say big budget podcasts, if that's such a thing. Um, but then it's kind of slid back to like I want to say most of the shows I listen to on the regular are you know the guys with the regular day job that is just doing it for a hobby because it's something you know it's, it's I think a lot of podcasts are somebody's passion projects. It's just something they either do for fun or, you know, whatever their motivation is. But
0: um, I, th- I think I think that's why I like my brother, my brother and me so much. If you guys know who they the McElroy brothers, if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of them, uh, you, you guys know the the the, the Polygon channel, uh, Polygon dot com, the uh, gaming. Oh, thing. yeah. They basically started that. Uh, Justin and Griffin were co-founders of Polygon. Um, And they do their show. It's them, their brother Travis. And they are recording from three completely different locations. And uh, they just get together. It's called an advice show for the modern era. And they take questions. They take uh, the Yahoo Answers. They go on and people submit Yahoo Answers questions to them. And literally they just answer the questions in funny ways um giving fake advice basically <laughs> and i i will tell you this right now um i had started trying to listen to it my brother-in-law got me started on it and uh because it sounds like him and his brother sitting around in a group talking and i think that's why he enjoys it but the thing that i enjoy is like these guys are are very well off they have multiple podcasts they have the the polygon thing going they're very but they still just sound like three guys that are just kind of chilling and doing stupid stuff and i think that is to me is like they have a they have a fairly large budget to do what they do they're on the maximum fun uh network if you know anything about maximum fun they're on that network and they're very well backed by what they do for what they do but they they still do it in the exact same way they've done it for seven years and i think there there's not a lot of of weird commercials and not a lot of weird promotional stuff in it it's just the same format every single week and it's the same show with just different questions and different answers. And that's really it. And it's great. And uh, I think you, that's, you know, oh, that, it It still feels like an indie podcast, but it's not, I guess that's what, I guess that's what I'm saying.
2: You you bring that. It's, it's interesting. Cause you know, I, we recently got this ad campaign for a, an online gambling site and, um, I'm down to do whatever I you know I can to help make money to invest into the products. I've got a lot of people who are on board with it. And so if you know, my goal is to hopefully get us all making a little bit of money with it, but a little bit of my soul kind of escaped from me the first <laughs> time I did a live, like a live read. Um, and you basically implied that, you know, this is, uh, Hey, this is where I go, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of breaking down the fourth wall, but it, you do what you do because you, you know, I put a lot of time and effort into it So yeah, it's nice to make a little bit of money on it. But yeah, it kind of makes yeah. me it kind of made me go Well, I've literally just sold myself to a gambling website <laughs> uh, So all right, whatever, you know, and it I'm a sports web uh, sports podcast So I fall into that category. So they they threw some money at me and so I will uh, I will read their stuff but it does it, it kind of did take away a little bit of the oh, man <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. Hopefully, yeah. they're not listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, from an audience perspective, from you guys who are kind of collectively network owners or whatever, um, and this is from put yourself in that perspective of of you sitting and listening. You know, how do you guys feel about about advertising and stuff like that? Because I think that's important to get the audience feedback as well mm-hmm. about how they feel about what you're doing and what you're putting on your your shows and everything i mean we're not there yet we have we have done some affiliate stuff with like amazon and stuff like that like most everybody has done with Mm -hmm. audible and stuff like that but we're not to that point yet and i guess getting the audience feedback have you gotten feedback directly from your audience saying i like this sponsor or i don't like this you know i guess that's what i'm asking
2: we're We're only two weeks into it. So so far, nothing really. I, I I think I'd like to assume everybody understands that, you know, at the end of the day, we would like to make a little bit of money on this, too. Um and so and and I kind of you know if somebody I look at it this way, if somebody stops listening to me because for forty five seconds, I talk about the NFL and gambling and putting some bets down. Uh, they were probably going to get upset about <laughs> something. They were, you know what I mean. They were, they were probably going to get upset about something and stop listening to me eventually. Anyway, because um, for me, I, I just accept it. You know, I've I've been listening to podcasts long enough. Uh, w- two podcasts that I listen to regularly. Um, podcast one, I think uh, their network is notorious yeah. for live live reads. Um, and I listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, and <laughs> you yep. just in the middle of it, he'll be yeah. like. Well, this happened this week on Raw. But hey, let me tell you about this thing over at on OnIt.com first. Like. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm drinking. I'm drinking this beer right here. It's a
3: it's a cold, tasty beverage brought to you by those fine people at the at the brewery here in
2: Montana. Yeah. It is what yeah. it is. I think you know when when you're getting a product for free, I think you have to accept that there's going to be some shilling in it uh, yeah. for things. Um, and if you if you don't want that, go pay for a subscription to a podcast then. Yeah. Um, and that and, and that's totally how I looked at this when I, I sat down and I, I got the offer and I did it through advertisedcast.com. Um I've had a I've had a, a thing up on there for 18 months and finally somebody bit <laughs> bit on nice. it, which is how we got through that. Which honestly, if you're a I, I recommend advertisedcast.com It's free. They take a uh, a twenty percent cut. Uh, but so it's, it's, it's a really good deal if you're a podcaster looking for a way to try to get some ad revenue. Um, it, it, they just, one day I got an email and said, Hey, this is an offer. Do you accept it? And I clicked it and now I'm, I'm, I'm sponsored by mybookie.ag. But, um, but I, at the, at the end of the day, like people do things and it's a hobby, it's a passion project, but I would love this passion project to pay the bills. And so, I'm going to do what I need to do. I hope one day I can actually get sponsors that appeal to my listeners because that's one thing that I worried about was how many of my listeners really care about a, a sports book website. But, yeah, right. you know, yeah. well, well, I, I, equate I can't it worry about it right, like, right now.
0: I equate that, equate that something like Etsy where they're making arts and crafts as a hobby, but yet they're still selling them because there are people who would want it. Mm-hmm. And that's right. I guess that's a similar situation with with what we're doing with advertising and stuff.
1: Well, yeah. And even as, even as a, like a passion project or something, or it's just a hobby, it, it costs money. And I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's an investment. And then, uh, you know, at the very least, hosting. And you yep. can, you can get away with edging around certain costs that are typically associated with podcasting, but there's going to be costs at some point in time. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, if you can. Recoup some of those costs; it just kind of makes being able to continue doing this hobby uh, much smoother. Now, let mm-hmm. let me ask you guys this: Have you ever stopped listening to a podcast because of their advertisements?
0: No, no.
3: Uh, I well Stone Cold, but I wasn't as big a fan. <laughs> the Stone Cold those those ads got to me. And I was like, I'll just wait until he put something up on the network, and then he stopped doing that. So. <laughs> I've, I don't know.
1: I've I've turned off episodes, but I, I'll tell you this. It takes it takes something extreme for me to turn off an episode because of an ad, because I get it. Like I understand. But I and I don't wanna, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and call it out. The Black Tapes <laughs> The Black Tapes podcast, like have you guys mm-hmm. ever listened to that? It's it's um yeah podcast faux podcast I guess it's you know it's an audio drama so it's a podcast but it's set up like one of those investigative podcasts it was an interesting uh, premise I liked it but they got to the point where like their episodes were maybe 20 minutes long and there were three or four ad reads throughout it and I'm like yeah you can't throw three ad I mean you can they do but it just it kind of when your show is building tension and then you're constantly breaking that tension to throw an ad. You like it kind of drove me nuts. So that's sure a little bit of why that's I like
0: that's like that. the Walking Dead that that happened uh, recently with the Walking Dead in the last couple seasons where um, they would have like a five minute little segment of the show and then it would go to a, uh, an advertisement. Ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. Right. And so like they would do these little mini segments. They would have a, a longer segment that was like maybe ten minutes. You know because the show is 40-something is minutes long minus the advertisement, so they would do like a 10-minute segment or something like that, 15 minutes, and then go to an advertiser, and they would come back and they would have these little weird mini like five-minute segments and then go back to the ad, and then go back to ads. Really? Like this little, yeah, weird little like... uh like a little bumper kind of thing for the, it was part of the episode, oh. but it was like a little moment in the episode. And then they would go back to an ad and then they would come back to a longer segment.
2: Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And it was weird. It, it, uh, it that was something I, I've never seen. it. I've never heard it done in a podcast ever like that, where it was like, all right, we're going to take a break from talking where we've only been talking for two minutes and do <laughs> another ad, but I have seen it in television.
2: Um, I try I try really hard on my shows to space because I've always ran um, bumpers like for Grolix and Shotgun uh, just because you guys have always been so good to me and and the Shotgun Uh guys right here in Iowa. But I've always ran guys, (laughs) but I always try to keep – I always try to keep about 20 minutes – In between them. So I mean, like, you know, our shows run from anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half typically. And so I try to keep about 20 minutes in between them. And if we have a a shorter show, I only do, you know, I I decide I change the amount of times I go to break. Um, And for me, if we were to get another ad campaign right now, um, I'm in a fortunate situation where I could just plug it on on a different show. Uh, cause right now we only are obligated to do this ad campaign for one show a week. So I'm in a, I'm in a pretty sweet situation where I can just plug, I could right now I could probably host 16 ad campaigns and not, bother, <laughs> not bother anybody with it. But yeah, you know, I think that's something you've got to be careful of for sure. Like you don't, that I, I can understand why you'd get upset with that, Randy. Cause mm-hmm. that, that it, it kills it.
1: Well, and like on the flip side, there's, um, a show I recommend, uh, Alice Isn't Dead. It's by the uh, Welcome to Night Vale, uh, one of the co-creators of that. And it's about the same length. It's, you know, maybe 20 minutes. And there's an ad at the beginning and the end. And I get it. Like, I'm fine with that. Um, And pre-roll ads are kind of the worst, but you you just deal with it. So long as it's not like a five-minute long ordeal, like, you know, that's fine. But, yeah, there's definitely a point in which and there's been other shows in which I'm like, okay, guys, like, come on, this is just too much. Um, like, I get it, needing to fund your show, but uh, I don't know. There's just kind of a judgment call there that doesn't always get made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like Nerdist too. Like, we, we always come back to that. I will always come back to Nerdist. I said that before. They are they are my inspiration. They are the wind beneath my wings. Um, and. <laughs> uh, they, you know, <laughs> I knew it was going to come out. I knew somebody was going <laughs> to sing it if I said it. Um, but, yeah, so, like, if you listen to their show, every single episode is Welcome to the Nerds" Podcast, episode number whatever. Uh, this episode is brought to you by such and such. And they'd usually do, like, he usually do does two little ad reads, pre-roll ad reads there. But there's literally nothing else for the rest of the episode. It's an entire hour long, somewhat, some, sometimes more, conversation between him and whoever his guest is and so like that format i don't feel as bad about it's like a it could be like a 10 minute cold open though where it's complete it's advertisement and it's also talking about who the guest is Mm -hmm. and that i i feel like that's okay because you can skip that and get to the intro and just listen to the conversation whereas in a mid-roll if it was like they stopped the conversation to do that which i'm actually going to be doing on our new format and our new show or on, on on the show um, like if you stop that, it kind of ends the momentum that's there is if it's, especially if it's a really good conversation just to throw a mid roll in. Mm-hmm. And there's some shows that do really well at that. There's some shows that really format their show really well where it's, you can throw those mid rolls in or for those, um, uh, throwing back to my brother, my brother and me, they do a thing called money zone and it has a, they, they cut to that. Like they end their conversation and say, all right, we're going to go into the money zone. They have their own little bumper for that with audio and stuff. And then it comes into that. Right. And that's really good, and it gives it gives them an opportunity, like a five or six minute opportunity to throw anything they want to in there. Um, but there's some shows that I feel like it 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 kind of is like a stark uh, or a drastic stop, and then it's advertisement, and then it's come, like it jumps back in really hard. And Chris you
2: know, Jericho, Jesse, I don't know if you've ever listened to Chris Jericho's podcast, but he's the like the absolute worst at that.
3: That's what I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> That his was even worse than awesome. Stone Cold's.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't listen to either of them anymore, really. But, yeah, yeah Jericho is obnoxious. Yeah, I could see that out of him, it'd be, too. It'd literally <laughs> be, like, it'd be like, oh, man, that's really cool. Uh, I want to know more about that. But what I want to know more first is. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: he goes into uh, a radio voice and everything. Yeah.
0: Can we so. just agree that that wrestlers themselves are not good podcast hosts? Yeah. and And wrestling fans are better at hosting wrestling podcasts?
2: I agree. I, well, (laughs) I, I honestly, I I honestly think that when it comes down to it, I want to listen to an interview. I I think I, when I interview wrestlers, I bring better conversation out of them because I'm more inquisitive about things. Uh, And I think that lends itself to a better conversation.
0: Yeah. And there's things that you want to know that, that as a fan, you, you've gotten your chance to finally talk to this person that you've, that you've enjoyed for so long. and, Mm -hmm. You as a host, I mean, this is what happens. You see these like celebrity hosts or uh, celebrity interviewers and stuff. They ask the same kind of dumb questions. But but when when you listen to these indie podcasts where you're actually interviewing somebody, it tends to be a better conversation because you've known about this person for so long and you've thought about for so long what you're going to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where where that comes out, you know, is. is there are things that you want to know about them about their personal life so it makes it more personal to you that you know this person as opposed mm-hmm. to just being like oh your favorite color is purple well nobody <laughs> really cares about that <laughs> well, somebody people want to know where you're from what were you like when you were a kid where did you go to college where, what did you know what did you do when you had to do this like that's what people want to know
1: and, well and and another aspect to that is um and you know i'm sure it applies to like wrestling or like you mentioned celebrity hosts or basically Like, you can kind of tell sometimes the people that are being paid to be there versus the people that, like, it's it's their hobby. It's something they're they're a fan. It's something they want to do. But when you have somebody who's in the industry, a lot of times you won't get this – you'll get a different bias because they have to worry about – what opinions they put forward of, about yeah. s- something like uh this other wrestler or this other person in their industry or this movie or comic or whatever whereas a fan we don't we don't have that i mean i guess unless like you move out in up into the industry yourself like you don't have to worry about that you can put forward generally a more honest opinion on something versus somebody who's in the industry and has to worry about like well can i trash talk this this movie when i know i might end up working with Uh, That director of photography or something or that director or this studio, you know, I don't want to make anybody mad and lose a job opportunity Um, (laughs) Yeah, so you kind of get a different kind of objectivity from
2: uh, a fan hosted show And that's one question I want to jump into because I've been put in that situation with local promoters uh, where I have a pretty good working relationship with all the guys who run the companies here, uh, the independent companies locally. And I had a discussion with all of them at one point. Like, I want to know that I can be truthful and I can be critical when need be. As long as I'm fair and honest, are you going to hold anything against me? And they've all uh, given me their word they wouldn't. And up to this point, they, they none of them have really backed out on that. So uh, I think that's one thing. You just got to be open with people about um, in my situation. Um, obviously, if you're a big movie star, um, I don't think you can go up to somebody and go, "Hey, if I talk trash about your movie, you're still going to pay me 50 million dollars to be another movie. Um, I'm not in a position to get anything out of them except, uh, you know, access.
0: So yeah,
2: right.
1: Uh, so let's see what time is it? All right, we're, we're, We can keep this going as long as we need. But I'm going to have to I'll have to rearrange the schedule a little bit because like I was I was telling Rhett before we started streaming Facebook. uh If 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 I want to make these available to stream to replay later, I have to keep them under four hours and I have five hours of audio pre-recorded to go. <laughs> so <laughs> at some point I'm going to have to restart the stream, which is fine, but that means I can't. End the stream on an hour and a half long episode like I have lined up. So, if we want to keep going, we can. Um, if not, I'm we got I'm down about for
0: anything. I enjoy talking to you guys, so you just let me know what you want me to do.
2: I've got a bolt at four o'clock my time, so I'm good for nine more minutes. Okay, well then, <laughs> we
1: will we will stick with uh Dustin's time because that'll keep me on track with the okay
2: rest of the show. Okay, so. One uh, thing I want to say though is we've got to agree to do more crossover episodes soon. I like I legitimately have missed these so much. I know. I like the
1: crossover episodes quite a bit and ramping up to this I was like, man, yeah, we got to we got to arrange more. Um I just I you know, I I have well, you periods that we, of being we've all had super busy, summers. busy. You had a
2: really busy summer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I moved. I the, the move took man, that that wiped me out for a while. Um, so, okay, real quick, shout out on some of your favorite podcasts. Like what are, what are a couple that you would recommend to whoever might be listening? Um, and why?
0: Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first if you want me to go for it either way. All right. I'm going to give you one, uh, that's kind of like a big one and one that's a more indie. Um, so the big one, uh, I've already said it. Uh, is My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Um, and the reason I say that is not just because I love it, but because they do so many other things too. If you're into uh, Dungeons & Dragons as well, they do a show on uh, YouTube called uh, Adventure Zone, and it's also a podcast as well. Um, and they, it's them and their father playing Dungeons & Dragons, uh, which is, <clears throat> it's, it's, there's so much story and so much, like, so many people love that that podcast. Um, I have literally never played Dungeons and Dragons, and I listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if that may if that tells you, I have never been into into D and D ever. But I enjoy listening to them play out those situations and how they handle those situations and the stuff that they come up with. Um, and they also do on YouTube uh, every Tuesday. Um, every Tuesday they do they do some stuff with uh, playing player unknowns battlegrounds as well. So they do all kinds of stuff. they do a lot of stuff with video games. They have fifteen different podcasts that they all do individually. but the convergence of my brother, my brother, and me is the best to me and it's just three brothers just you know answering questions and giving bad advice to stupid situations and that's the only way I can say that about that show it's It's just great um if you if you want to get into podcasting and you Maybe the indie scene is not what you're you want in something that's really well produced and really well done. That's where I would start uh personally, but you know that's that take that with a grain of salt, but I love it um as well as uh, one of the indie ones that I listen to um if you want to really is Dan and Cody, the Dan and Cody podcast um again, it's just that same kind of dynamic. It's just two guys in a room together uh just hanging out and talking um and they talk about topics talk about weird stuff that happened in the news um i think this past episode they talked about a woman who angrily was pooping in somebody's yard every day when she <laughs> would go for a run <laughs> and they just give their they give their take on on the news you know they talked about the a really good discussion about the Colin Kaepernick uh taking a knee situation um and it's just really really good they're based out of LA And, um, yeah, I, I got a chance to interview him last night. Dan, I'm doing the two part episode with them and, um, he's just a good dude. They're both just really good guys and, um, really funny. And I think you'll enjoy that too.
1: All right. Um, Dustin, you have a hard out, so how about you next?
2: Um it, like I said I don't listen to a ton so I'm going to just go ahead for the uh uh Cheap Pop here um Grawlix podcast is <laughs> one of my hey. absolute favorites um honestly because I do uh, you two guys have great chemistry together so it's easy to listen to I think that for me is the key um two to three people on a podcast um great chemistry good back and forth and when you get good at not cutting over and talking over each other a lot uh, which, you know, when I started out I was awful at Um, but uh, and and the RSS, uh, the Interdimensional RSS the Rick and Morty podcast, I love those dudes I've I've conversed with both of them, I'm trying desperately to get them to let me on their show um, to talk Rick and Morty it's become my obsession Uh, (laughs) Rick and Morty is without question my favorite thing in the world right now Uh, so if you're a Rick and Morty fan, it's pretty much the best Rick and Morty podcast there is so
3: all right. And I'm be- writing that down right now. <laughs> and before we jump over
1: to Jesse uh to make sure we get Dustin before he bounces out. Dustin, other than the com, where 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 can people find your
2: stuff? Um we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Blueberry, Podbean, um and the uh in our website progressinowa.net. Um right now I think we've got shows every day of the week, Monday through Friday right now, which looking back 18 months ago, I can't believe we're doing, um, it's it's all wrestling. Uh, but if you want the, if you're listening to this and obviously you're not from Iowa, the one to check out probably Friday is the pro wrestling mothership with myself, Darnell, uh, Mitchell and Kevin Wilder. We talk all the WWE, new Japan progress, pretty much all the national companies. Um, but if you're into, uh, wrestling podcast in general we've got a few others there that you might like so uh definitely love to love to have everybody and uh i guess i'll take this opportunity to just bounce out so it's been really fun guys and i hope to talk to everybody again soon thanks for joining us
0: nice to meet you man
2: nice you too, to meet you take care see you jesse. good to hear from you sir
1: see you Randy. all right jesse what are a couple of your favorites favorite podcasts and why
3: well, it's a bummer that he that I bopped out because uh, pro wrestling mother Chip is it is on my list. It's one of the uh, few pro wrestling podcasts I listen to. So, and there's so many of them, so you have to be kind of picky. But I really I really like their honest approach to, uh, especially after pay per views, where I'm just like, oh, I don't think I liked how that ended. And then I can listen to other people, and they can either talk me down or they can totally validate my uh, my responses. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's one of them for sure. Um, make dad read comics. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's a big one. I mean, like I said, I kind of have, uh, switched over to people that I, uh, kind of know. I mean, I only know him because of his podcast, but, uh, uh, like I've really grown to appreciate. Uh, Patrick and uh, the podcast he puts out. So his other show, Almost Educational, is is another one that I like where they, they basically talk out a thought experiment that they wouldn't normally get to do like at school. Um, so they'll do like alternate history ideas like, what if this changed? How would World War Two end kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like dig those. Um, also, as far as like comic book podcasts, two-headed nerd comic cast. Would be the the main other comic book show that I listen to besides Make Dad Read and and ours, I suppose. Um, as far as big uh, big podcasts, uh, probably just Startup at this point. I mean, there's some others that I listen to, but Startup is is probably the one that I listen to the most. And uh, and can he do that by the Washington Post, which is all about Trump? So interesting.
1: <laughs>
3: and so those are kind of. <laughs> I haven't heard,
1: heard of that last one.
3: Oh, well, and it's it's an interesting conceit. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh and, and they they report it pretty objectively, I think. Um, where they're basically it's one big thing that that Trump has done maybe in the recent weeks or whatever, and uh examining the powers of the presidency. It's like, can he do that? And usually the answer is yes, because he's the president. <laughs> but yeah. But it kind of it will go into it and say, like, okay, here's why. Um, And they and they've deviated a little bit, and and so uh, you know, ask the question of can, uh, like, can Robert Mueller uh, do whatever, or can James Comey do whatever, or sure. whatever. So it, it's it's kind of a nice, uh, nice podcast for putting things into perspective and how other presidents have used the same powers of of the of the presidency.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Uh, for me, a couple I would recommend is. Um, Again, like I said earlier, uh, I always have, uh, an obsession with two or three certain shows at any given time, and that'll change occasionally. Uh, and if you've been listening to Grolic's podcast at all, you've, you probably know most of the answers I'm going to say, because I figure out a way to work them into the show most of the time, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I'm still hooked on, uh, pop culture roll call. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's. It's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, but honestly, I think it's more about the the premise than the show they're covering. And I, I, and occasionally they'll deviate and cover a movie or something. But the premise is, and it seems like I've explained this so many times. But hey, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm their cheerleader, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the The premise is each host is uh, basically each host is a different character of the show the the producer of the show goes through the episode cuts together only the scenes that their character is uh, uh oh, is around for so basically they watch a version of each episode that only features for example if you're if um uh if you're buffy you only get buffy scenes if you're willow you only get willow scenes and that's all you get to see you don't get to see the rest of the episode and then every episode of their podcast is they come together and they discuss the episode and what's fun about that is For example, if you're one of the side characters, there's whole episodes where you come to the pod, to the table, to the episode and not know what the actual plot of the show that the of the show was about, what the threat was like. um, There's been several times where somebody will be like, wait, so what was this episode about? And they're like, oh, you know, uh, Frankenstein boyfriend trying to find a girlfriend. And they're like, there was a Frankenstein in this? Like what? You know, just stuff like that. (laughs) makes it a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Um and if you listen to it now, uh the theme song every season of their show lines up with the season of uh Buffy. They do it. Their theme song is another cover, a different cover of the Buffy the Vampire uh, Slayer theme. If you listen right now, uh you'll hear a theme that I did. So fun. Oh, nice. I like I like uh impacting the shows I like. <laughs> um also and then of course Grindbin that show is great. They talk about, uh, exploitation and grindhouse movies. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. They're funny. Um, they kind of break it down and that's a good show. Um, I guess those are both kind of indie shows. And then I've been on a big audio kick, uh, audio drama kick as well. Um, so I'll just throw out, I've been listening to the no sleep podcast a lot, but that's, that's pretty well known. Um, I guess, Uh, Alice isn't dead. Uh, They just finished their season two. I think they're going to have, they're going to do one more season. Um, It's pretty interesting. So it's kind of a, no twin peaks. (sighs) There's no twin peaks. I I did check out a couple twin peaks podcasts, um, but no, there, there aren't any that ended up sticking around in my, uh, in my app in your feed. Yeah. Yeah. So there, Uh, I did discover a couple new YouTube channels that I enjoy quite a bit, (laughs) but... Oh, there you go. um, Yeah. There's... I guess the main point, the main takeaway is there is literally a podcast about pretty much everything. I've come across podcasts in which... What was it? There were were a few podcasts that were doing these, like, minute-by-minute breakdowns of movies...
0: Like, Gee, oh my god. It yeah. sounds like it sounds like my nightmare to have to to have to research for that or have to watch the do it and break it down. Uh, it sounds like it threw, way too much work for me.
1: So they I've seen these done for like clueless and stuff like that. I listened to one for a little bit before falling off um, where they were doing Evil Dead 2 and it literally is they would take here's minute 1, minute 2 in every episode and mind you every it's episode just one was 1 minute. Yeah, they talk about that one minute. Um and it's like an hour long episode, but so I checked it out initially because I was like, how? How do you do that? But Great. they actually kind of made it work because they would get interviews with people that like were connected with the movie or worked on the movie or they'd find background um uh behind the scenes information. So they kind of made it informational. So it kind of worked. It would they would like spawn from what happened in that one minute and if there was like <laughs> I don't know, some, some behind the scenes, like interesting story they discovered about the filming of whatever this shot, like they would go into that. So it kind of worked, but, Mm. uh, point is carpentry, (laughs) anything, there's there's podcasts about everything.
3: Well, even on the network, we've got shows that range from pro wrestling to
0: survivalism with Brandon Mm Lapani
3: So maybe we got just about everything.
0: How did you guys approach people? Um, to, to get their shows on your network. How, what was that process like? So uh,
1: <laughs> awkward. No, it was really, really not <laughs> I bad. I was just
0: curious because, you were... know, that's something that I'm I'm working on now because we've we've literally just started the hosting stuff like about a month and a half ago. And I just started honestly saying like th- where I started was I, I asked a friend first and then another friend and then the one that we have one on there on the, that I don't know them. They're in Australia. I've never met them personally and um it was literally a they weren't happy with their with their um they were they were on SoundCloud they weren't happy with it because of everything that's going on with SoundCloud first mm-hmm. of all and I said you know uh, give us give us a shot and he had literally just signed up with uh with Libson and I said you know they're great everybody uses Libson but if you want this uh, a face to face uh in, in, relationship with the owner of the company who will guide you through this whole process. And he was, he was like, yeah, I'm sold. And that's kind of how I started with that. I basically just sold it as like a, a used car salesman would. And I was just curious how other people, cause there's people who have tons and tons of shows on their networks. And I'm just curious how, how you guys approach that conversation with somebody.
1: Well, and we, we, we have a little bit different situation because you, you are, you are offering
0: hosting, you have like, we're offering a service, yes, we actually have a service,
1: yeah, um, so yeah. question so do they do you offer them a discount? do they get free hosting if they s- stick with your network?
0: How, nope, they actually pay, they pay a monthly a monthly fee for okay. uh for media hosting,
1: okay, um yep. yeah, so it's
0: which is comparable to what they would be paying if they were using like a pro um like a pro uh, on Soundcloud uh-huh. or. A service like Lipsyn or Podbean or something it's it's uh, it's comparable in price to that and we offer a similar service but we also offer other things that they don't like social media promotion um, direct social media promotion with our audience directly um, and merchandising and stuff like that so we actually offer that stuff to them which is not something that like a Podbean would do now they have syndication they put it out on their app they do all that kind of stuff which is great and If that's something that somebody wants and that's what they want, I I, I am not deterring anybody from going to them. But if there are people who are like me, like-minded, who wants to actually deal with the person directly who is handling my stuff, then that's where – that's what I wanted to be for them was uh, a resource, not only just a service, but a resource as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. See – oh, yeah. See, I would think it would almost be – I'm not sure if it would be easier or harder for you because there is it is a service. A, so it's definitely yeah, there's, a,
0: there's an a there's a transaction involved. Yeah. Um yeah. for
1: the most part, I've only approached a couple of the shows that are on the network currently. Uh there were I don't know, I guess the earlier shows like um other than the shows that I was producing myself, you know, Girl Except Me and Jesse are on, and I think at the time uh emg radio is yeah. still going uh initially it was just my shows and it kind it was of was start- like
3: a three a three show network at first it was your shows and then brandon came on and i don't remember if you approached him or if he approached you
1: honestly i don't even know how i don't remember how we know brandon <laughs> he <laughs> uh he yeah he must have just found us but yeah initially brandon. it was
0: Brandon is just a figment of your imagination. He doesn't actually exist.
1: <laughs> you Go back to listen to the art that. Well, me and Jesse have been guest on his episode several times. We go back listen. It's just us talking to ourselves. It's just you talking. It's actually <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. your show. It's just it's just <laughs> you answering questions just that nobody actually spaces. asks. Yeah, there's
3: these <laughs> huge dead air spaces. It's like yeah. What were they doing at that moment? <laughs> yeah,
0: Brandon hasn't been alive for forty years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah.
1: At a certain point, I mean, occasionally they'll all show, I'll come across a show, and I'll ask him. I'll say, you know, and I'll, I'll just say, hey, you know, uh, I'll give him the deal with with what the deal is with our pot, with our network, and it's yeah. per, it's pretty much like non exclusive. Um, we're not making money off of you. We're not asking money f- for money from you. Uh, it's more of like um, uh, it's more of a networking. Slash mm-hmm. ideally like cross promotion stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um,
0: and so- I think the way I approached it when I when I started to was like I I was that's what I wanted to do, like exactly what you guys are doing. But then I thought about it. I said, if we do take that leap into uh, take that that jump into into advertising money through the network specifically, mm-hmm. then it made sense to me to have it be a little bit more uh, exclusive, and then divide up the, the advertising money per by merit. So like, let's say we're getting a hundred thousand downloads a month, right? Then you bring in 20,000 downloads of that. You're going to get that amount worth of the revenue just based on the network stuff, not their own sponsors, Mm -hmm. but they can also get their own sponsors as well for their own show. But like, if we have like a, let's say like a Casper mattress or something like that, right for the network, they all have to say it on their show. That's kind of the way I looked at it. Um, and if they're bringing whatever number of, of downloads they're bringing in, that kind of is how much money from that, the percentage that they're going to get from that
1: See, and I from think, that deal. I think the traditional, if there were such a thing as a traditional idea <laughs> of a podcast network, but I think generally, I think that's how it works for most podcast network mm-hmm. networks, um, or at least some variation of that. And even like for us, we don't, we don't have any type of sponsorship or ad situations and someday we might. And if that's the case, There will, yeah, there will definitely have to be like, and it would be a per show type thing. Like it'd be an opt in type of agreement where, um, you know, maybe we have to talk, uh, exclusive exclusivity and stuff like that. Uh, but until then, like, yeah, shows are, shows are pretty much, they're, they're free to do whatever. And we've had shows leave the network because they've joined other networks that required them to be exclusive and that's fine. It happens. That's part mm-hmm. of yeah. a non-exclusive agreement. You know.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I was just curious because it's always it's always interesting to me. And and I like to I like to knock down that fourth wall because I'm I'm an open book when it comes to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like to knock 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 that down and sort of understand how other people do it because, like I said, I'm I'm making all this crap up as I go. Uh, I've never done this before. Never owned a business before. And so I it's I'm curious how other people do it.
1: At, after a certain point, I didn't. Generally, I don't have to approach shows. In fact, and it's slowed down a little bit lately. Um, I hate to do it, and if you happen to be a show that like sent me a message like a year ago and I never got back to you, my apologies. But there's sometimes I'll just ignore them, or I'll, oftentimes I'll check out the shows. First off, if you're gonna send a message about joining a network, include what your show is and a link to where I can easily listen to it. Don't just say, hey, we have a show. How do we join? It's like, what's your show? Don't make me do not make me do internet uh, Sherlock Holmes to try to figure out what your show is. Um, and then there's been shows where, like... There's been a couple shows where it's just this... It's not very often, but sometimes the sound quality... Like, I like the content, but the sound quality was just too bad. It's like, oh,
3: sorry, man. Like, what do you want me to do? So, yeah, it's just... And it has to be content that fits too. I mean, like yeah. we're pretty broad, but I mean, there's certain things that just wouldn't fit with the network, mm-hmm. really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't go political. Um, just because in my own personal, my own personal philosophies are that I just don't really talk politics much with people anyway. Right. That I stay away from that, just because I feel like even if it's not, even if there's an audience and it and it, you know, it's non-alienating, it's gonna alienate somebody. Right, And I want it to be accessible to, to as many people as possible. I mean, and one of the shows on our network is Modern History X. Uh, those guys, uh, Tom and, and Austin, are the hosts of Dumb All Over, which is a progressive political podcast. Mm-hmm. And politics seep into what they do. They do history stuff. It seeps in a little bit, but it's not… Overtly political, whereas their their actual political show is <laughs> is very right. much overtly political and and stuff that I I don't listen to, and so you know that's that's probably my only like definitely not. But then I I, I recently saw a show called uh, Brain Trust Live, which fits with our name obviously, and uh, I was like, they're a political show, and I was like, hey, I wonder if I should approach them with whatever you know what I mean, and. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think that's my, maybe my only like my heart out on that is no politics and then everything else is just kind of like whatever. Um, but I think where the like minded mindedness comes from is the fact that they all want some help with community and, and feel like they're part of something that's and they they've all said that they're glad to be part of something that's being built from the ground up. They're excited to see it grow and be on the ground level of that. So. I don't know. That's that's kind of my take on that, I guess. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's a, for the most part, I mean, yeah, there is content that just doesn't work or there's something about it that, yeah, doesn't gel with us. I would – I shouldn't – probably even shouldn't say it. I've actually <laughs> kind of been actively searching out a political podcast. <laughs> this is horrible. If it's the right, if it leans
3: the way, I prefer yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's a slippery slope, sir. I know it I had is. Mentioned,
0: I, I had mentioned to them because I'm 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 not like one party or the other. I'm pretty down the middle on most things, and so I, I had mentioned to them. I was like, well, we can put your show on the on the network too. And they're like, well, I think we just want to do our own thing with it. And then I realized I was like, I'm gonna have to record something that says the opinions expressed in this show do in no way reflect the opinions of the branchers brothers network as a whole. And it's like, if I'm, if I'm going to do that, then it's really not necessary to even have them be a part of it because I I don't want to have to add a disclaimer. You know, I don't want that pretension there of this is not really something that want, we want to be a part of it. We're just doing it because it's, it's something to have on the network. You know, I want people that I uh, agree with and that I, and friends with and can, and can Identify with To be a part of what we're doing
1: Now, and I won't get into it Because definitely don't need to But we have separated from Shows before for content Reasons And it wasn't Political views, like I don't know I'd be real hard pressed To want to ask a show to leave Because of their political views And trust me, there's people on the network That I do not like agree with in that respect um but we have had to ask show shows before to leave the network because of
3: like a la- not even language but uh no certain types of language <laughs>
1: <laughs> hateful hateful language we'll put it that way um, yeah yeah and there's a, okay there's a point in which okay there's being edgy and there's even being like kind of offensive but like
3: that's the joke, (laughs) I guess. And then, yeah, yeah, like a Rick and Morty, there's Rick and Morty. And then there's someone who's just being offensive.
1: Yeah. yeah, And there's, and sometimes it's just hateful and like, there's definitely a difference. And then you,
0: and then you have Jared uh, from our network on our recently, I guess, deceased podcast, the peanut gallery, which was a movie TV, pop culture show Mm -hmm. um, where I gave him, I gave, we gave him this platform, which he only did it one time because we really only did the show that one time where he could do it. And, he talked about twilight and the very end of it was "Fu twilight um oh. and there was uh, a time where and i'm not i'm not throwing him under the bus because i found it hilarious but we talked about transformers the last night i went and saw it and i did uh, a review of it on another show and we talked about it on our show and he basically said just f you michael bay and a bunch of times like a bunch of times in that rant that he did and right. so so I'm used to it. It does that doesn't bother me as much but also like if you're saying to a specific group of people demographic and being hateful, mm. I can understand that. Yeah,
1: yeah. you, yeah. Know? you nailed it. And z- see okay for it's it's interesting because for example, Grollix podcast we keep it clean language. I mean the content the subject matter might get somewhat adult okay, occasionally but we keep it clean language um but then I myself have hosted other shows and we have lots of other shows on the network where that's just not even a concern of theirs. In fact, there's a, sometimes other shows on the network will say things where I'm like, ooh, ooh, I might not have said that, <laughs> but right. it doesn't veer into hate speech. Um, so like yeah. I think, I think when there's a bunch of podcasts on a network, I think most people would come across. When they come across that, they understand like, well, this is a different show than this show. Like this show, they have a foul mouth. I won't listen to it or whatever. But this show's fine. But when you come across a network and one of the shows is like really kind of propagating some hate speech, I can't help but feel like that's going to reflect negatively on everyone on the network. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I I just honestly and and I said it before is like it kind of came out of like a, a laziness moment of not wanting to record a disclaimer. Mm. Of this is not <laughs> this is not fit with our opinions or beliefs, um, but the other thing too is like it does for some of the other people that are on the network. So it was like, I just don't want to alienate people. You know, it just it's right. so stupid. It's not necessary. I'd rather be super inclusive about what we talk about than try to be edgy or try to say something that's that's uh, that that stirs up an opinion or stirs up a belief or or a feeling. And just to just to do that, just to try to stir that up, you know. <clears throat> yep, I would agree. Yeah. Yep. All right. We have we have been very serious about this. I did not mean for it to get that serious. <laughs> oh, it's okay.
1: It's okay. <laughs> That's why these like kind of uh these can be fun to kind of freeform live If you listen to
0: my show though, if you listen to my show, it starts out really fun and lighthearted and then we just go into like deep stuff. So it's just the way my brain works. I like to just – I just like to talk about deep stuff. I, I I, try to be funny. I try to be as funny as possible. I am not a comedian, never claimed to be. But I I just like really thoughtful, really like genuine conversation. And I feel like – I don't feel like you can't be funny in those situations, but I feel like it, it's – sometimes in a way it kind of takes away from how genuine you can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just trying to be funny the whole time, you know,
1: right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right. We should think about wrapping it up so I can get, uh, some of these other shows going in here. Um, so first we'll start with, with you, Rhett, uh, where can people find your stuff? I know it's probably come up during the course of our conversation, but, uh, just oh, yeah, a I reminder that
0: little, that little shameless plug in there earlier. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Yeah, you can find us uh, at BraintrustBros.com. Um, that's where everything is. Uh, we have information about the hosting stuff that we do. Uh, all the podcasts that are on the network are on that website. Um, we have some written stuff that's actually going to be coming out very soon with Jared as a writer, and he's uh, he's in a wheelchair. He has uh, cerebral palsy, and so it's going to be called My, uh, My Four World Life, and it's basically about life, and he's also a big movie guy, so he's going to just write uh, write freeform blogs about about life or things he's complaining about or movies or tv whatever Um, that's going to be coming out very soon and um, but you can also find uh, my podcast It's the brain trust brothers podcast Uh, it's at bt bros on twitter Um, and you can find all that stuff there what we do uh, all the guests and everything Um, and then for the network side of the stuff we're at brain trust bros on twitter instagram and facebook um, and then I also have a closed group on Facebook. It's or not a closed. That's a public group, I think, uh, called the Brainiacs, and that's what we're calling all of our all of our our fans, our listeners. Uh, they are the Brancher Brothers Brainiacs, and we can jump on there. You guys can get into the conversation about whatever we're talking about, about a guest that we're going to have on the show, um, anything like that. Nice, cool. Oh yeah, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play right now. Very cool. All
1: right, and <clears throat> Jesse.
3: Where can, hey, hey where can people um,
1: find your stuff
3: you uh you can hear my dulcet tones on the Grox podcast <laughs> <laughs> grogspodcast.com um i uh am on the twitter at jesse Kiefer, no spot uh, no spaces or dots or whatever breaks a twitter handle um and uh i i do also have like a seasonal podcast that's currently on hiatus uh, for the turning cartwheels podcast. And you can find all those um, there's a Facebook page and whatnot uh, for, for each of those shows as well. So all the things. And I, I also do uh periodic uh, videos for the Grolix podcast, YouTube video. Awesome.
0: Awesome. All right. I've never heard your guys' show, but I'm going to listen to it.
1: Check. Fantastic. Yep. Check, check it out. We're great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so says you.
1: Exactly. And, and even <laughs> I don't feel that way all the time. <laughs> um Yeah. Hey, I'm Randy. I'll be back. I'll be back on the stream throughout the day. Uh m- man in the boards, as they say. Um, but you can also <laughs> find me on Grolic's podcast. Everything Jesse just said. Thanks both of you for being on the show. It was nice to meet you, Rhett.
0: You too, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was kind of a last minute uh Hey, I'm gonna invite myself onto this thing, so I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. No, it was it was cool, and I got a ton of pre-recorded material, which is awesome. But I was starting to get a little nervous about who I was gonna do the live segment with. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely appreciated. Um, Absolutely. And Jesse, thank you for being here after you got butchered on by
3: doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bet. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm glad I was able to make it because I was a little worried, but yep. I'm glad too. Good time. Goodbye. Have a good one. You're listening to the Electronic Media
1: Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com.